Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Good morning, everybody. Welcome back. You're listening to Making Life Brighter Radio, and I'm your host, Winifred Adams. We have been chronicling Commander-in-Chief, Full Colin Russell, hyphen J. Colin Gould, here on Making Life Brighter Radio, and uh, you heard it here first. We were the ones that brought you, you know, the information about the 5G and what he did about that and who he is and why he's so vitally important to our world today. And I would like to share with you a very special show today because I have with me Full Colin Mitchell, Full Colin Smith, who has not only used the technology that Russell's been talking about of the grammar, using it by way of exercising it to his own offense and defense in a world that most people don't understand is actually happening around them. So I'd like to introduce him now and say thank you for coming, Mitchell. Thank you. You're most welcome. Thank you for having me, Winifred. It is truly an honor. Uh, I have watched, you know, many of your videos and it is just truly an honor and I really respect you. And I just want to start off by saying that uh, I am responsible for anything that I say. This does not reflect uh, full Colin Russell hyphen J full colon goal or the quantum community or the, you know, quantum uh, language uh, group on Facebook. Uh, I am learning. And so if I do uh, mess up, I will correct if given the opportunity. Thank you for saying that. And that's exactly what the spirit of this is all about. Stop and correct and actually set it into motion in a, in a, proper grammatical fashion, actually a mathematical fa fashion, forward and back. And for those of you that are following along, you know exactly what I'm talking about. But Mitchell, full colon, I'm, is it okay if I refer to you as Mitchell as we go along? Because we know that you're full colon Mitchell, full colon Smith. Yeah, let me just uh, state for the record, my name is full colon neutral hyphen claimant hyphen federal hyphen witness hyphen federal, hyphen postmaster, hyphen bank, hyphen banker, full colon Mitchell, full colon Smith, period, and textile, first letter capital, all rest lowercase. Thank you. Thank you for, for stating that. Now, you have a fantastic story, and what brought my attention to your story is your posting the other day in the Quantum Grammar group about how you actually have recordings of what you did in court and you stopped a foreclosure on, on your property. Is that correct? Uh, no, that's not correct. So uh, the one I believe you were talking about, what I stopped was they were about to take, uh, they were about to terminate my parental rights. And I stopped them from, from doing that. No, what was the foreclosure then? Um, I'm, I'm not sure which, uh, which video you're talking about. I'm, okay. I'm Cause I thought that's what um, the, the, the thing but, was, but it was. Oh, oh, so in the, so the current 
uh, foreclosure one I'm working on, yes, yes. I have stopped them. Yes, yes, they cannot get past my quantum documents. Uh, Correct. What they have done is uh, they have just, the, the, the presiding head judge has just uh, recused the entire bench and they're trying to kick my case out of the, out of the county at this point. Right. That's the what. That's exactly what I'm referring to, and why that's okay. important. Is all right, all right. I'm working on so many cases. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's okay because you have such a big story to tell. You have many stories to tell. This is just one of them, and I understand when it comes in like this. And but you know what I I love doing is being organic with people. This isn't rehearsed. Anything we ever do exactly. is totally live. I, that's what I, that's real. what I like as well. Exactly. And, so and, I'm I when I am in these venues on these performances i usually don't uh i usually I, I don't you know set up ahead of time by the pressure it pushes the natural ability out of me and it's much more powerful well it sounds like you're almost channeling information as you as you come into this like you switch a gear and you go into the mode of what you need to do you're a bit of a warrior in the grammar world and and let's talk about that first of all you've been up against judges you've been in the courts yourself you've really done it you're not talking about it you're the man that's done it so let's talk about what we just mentioned with the the foreclosure proceeding explain a little bit about that and what you just said how did you so i just want everybody to understand my natural self is peaceful and and friendly but when i get into my federal judge capacity i'm not the nicest guy to be around so and would I you say that's to, because of the grammar? You have the, the knowledge of the grammar and why, yeah. why is it for those that don't understand, people like you and Russell need to say, I can put on that face. Why is that necessary? But let me just, let me just back up. I, I need to uh, advertise that I am not a federal judge, um, but I do have the federal judge knowledge. I was authorized by David but as soon as uh, I seen the video of Russell, uh, uh, he did not force me. It, it was it was my uh, it was my own you know uh, self that uh, yeah that I I said that I'm no that I'm no longer a federal judge because I was not authorized by the commander in chief, full colon Russell hyphen J full colon Gould, which is the chief federal judge of the United States territory. He uh, conveyed to me that I just simply don't have uh, the training. I don't have the 14,000 hours training and we are in agreement. Amazing, amazing. Well, let's, let's jump into the, the case because you need to put on that sort of tough persona and get into it. Why? For those- Exactly, because you have to understand we are dealing with the most psychotic, criminally insane uh, uh, criminals that you you can't just you know patty cake around, or else they're just gonna they're just gonna walk all over you. So I'm forced to to go above them, and so when I do that, I, I kind of lose everybody because like uh, my last uh, trial, I literally prosecuted every single person that was in that in that that walked through that door in that courtroom. I prosecuted the judge, I prosecuted the district attorney, I, I got the, the, the deputy that beat me up and stole my house, I got him to confess to felony treason live, uh, right there in front of everybody, 
and I didn't even file one piece of paper. So this is this is another thing. So what I've been what I've been working on is I was always so afraid that they're just gonna arrest me, you know, steal all my paperwork, and they've done it over and over. But I but I tuned my skills in where I can go into any venue and I don't need any piece of paper and I can prosecute anybody that that, that challenges me at this point. Now, why would you need to do that? You see, for people in the outside world that are, I say it outside, outside of the grammar and the quantum grammar world that are learning or don't know about this yet, it makes it seem like they're after you. So explain that so those out there can understand why they would be after you and what this means. What is it you have that they need or want or don't want you to have? Well, for one, at this point, I'm virtually unbeatable in the courtroom. I don't say that as a brag because what I have been put through to get to that position, no one wants to go through. I can guarantee you that. Uh, I have uh, been going mostly, you know, at the beginning, I was going after their oath. I learned the syntax, so I syntax their oath. They, they figured this out, and after years, they just, uh, they, you know, they won't give me their oath. Uh, half who's the people they, don't though? understand. Huh? Who's they? For the people that uh, are out there. Judges, judges and lawyers and attorneys. <laughs> so, uh, like I said, I was... I, I didn't plan on it, you know, I, I figured they would, you know, tell, you know, tell me the truth, hand me the, the, the uh, oath, and then, so then I can say I have physical evidence in my hand, you know, that a lot, that a lies and a crime has been committed, but my last uh, uh, trial by jury, no, none of them, the, the police, the deputy, the judge, and the district attorney would not give me their oath. I still got that deputy to confess to felony treason live on the witness stand and I didn't have his oath. I yeah. got him to say that uh, he doesn't know what it is and he doesn't have one. He was mm -hmm. so scared because <laughs> I could tell the district attorney just told him to play dumb. Well, you can't play dumb with me. Okay. When you play dumb, I, I, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna run all over you. And then if you try to play smart, well, to be honest, it's even worse. Why were you in there in the first place? How, what got you into that position that had you use uh, this and how did you know how to use filed this? quantum documents. So they wrote up a fraudulent uh, warrant, had me arrested uh, at the courthouse when I was at the hearing, just trying to trip me up. I proved in open court on multiple different levels that the, the warrant was 100% fraud. But then once I got there, uh, they couldn't get jurisdiction over me. So they just uh, held me in contempt dragged me onto the foreign vessel and dry dock and then they you know proceeded to basically fake like they had jurisdiction over me and that's how they dragged me into the whole venue and so what began this journey for you how you came to know david windmiller and 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 russell i mean where did this begin for you so they have uh, alienated me from three separate generations of my sons and daughters encompassing every every child i've put on this earth uh, and all they can come up with after 30 years is that I told the lawyer to get right with God and stop torturing my children, where they had a branch of Homeland, uh, not Homeland Security, but the Department of Justice, raid my home and arrest me and give me a five-year sentence for this. For saying just that? To 
just because I was unbeatable before quantum, right? Uh, I actually penetrated the world's most sophisticated criminal organization on planet Earth, the family court system. I had an informant in the judge's chambers, uh, uh, and the informant had told me how they were going to put, because they couldn't beat me, and they couldn't get me to do anything. I, I didn't, there's no, no drugs, no alcohol, no violence, no threats, nothing. I wasn't going to do anything to keep me from my son and daughter because I had already been, you know, alienated previously. So I knew there was no way I was going to do anything. So because they couldn't beat me, they, uh, uh, she had, uh, the judge had told her how they were going to push my kids to near death and uh, try to make me look crazy. Oh, that's so scary. How many times and, has this happened then? This must go on all the time. This is something you're alluding to is common. What do you mean? I, I don't, that, I don't this, that this is common practice in, in oh, family yes. court. So because uh, no matter what they would do, so like uh, I, I would come up with, uh, uh, they would come up, you know, with all this just stupidness and I would get like a, a uh, a forensic analysis from the crime lab and have show that they were tapping my phone, you know, from, from the crime lab. And, and the judge's response would be like, you know, um, I'm not a judge qualified for uh, criminal activity. And then I would have them proving they had my daughter depicting suicide at six years old. And I, I it's all documented everything. I have proof of everything. And I, and I would come in and I would show the proof and the judge would be like, uh, uh, I'm not, the judge would tell me, I'm a uh, family court judge would tell me I'm not qualified for child abuse. I later found out this is correct. CPS is not qualified for child abuse. So wow. who do you have to go to? You have to go to the sheriff's department. So what happens when I go to the sheriff's department and I tell them uh, uh, that they get me in the back room and they say, you know, they get in my face and, and try to, uh, uh, you know, get me to hit them or tr try to, you know, provoke a fight saying there's nothing we can do about it. What are you going to do about it? What am I going to do about it? So uh, getting back to the foreclosures, uh, the sheriff's department and the courts have put 120 million of our 350 million population into no housing. So I am now the one that is holding these people accountable. I have recently taken two houses from two different sheriff's deputies, all done 100% legally. Uh, I, I follow the law. That's all I, that's all I ask for anybody is simply follow the law, come correct on the grammar. That's it. Uh, they tried to do a, 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 an illegal, um, an illegal eviction. Bam. I had on, on the gate and on the, on the property trust for the trespassing on this land is with the fee of the $500,000. Pretty simple. It's a, a positive performance contract. If you agree to perform, then it is your duty to pay through the performance contract. And now they are in a $500,000 lawsuit that is already filed. Wow. Okay. I'm not playing any games here to show my honor for the chief. I will give the houses back. But I want them to know that if you foreclose on anybody's house, we're coming. We're coming for your house. Okay. I am commanding. I am commanding a freeze on all foreclosures in America. Okay. 
the, 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 the calmness that this would, would produce on the entire nation is second to none. For this one step uh, 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 by itself, no one has to do anything. No one has to file any paperwork. Um, and I'm telling you, if you are a law enforcement officer and you foreclose on someone's house, me and my guys, we know what we know. We're confident, we're correct, and we're not afraid of anything. And just to prove I wanted to do it ahead of time, not only have we taken one house, but we've taken it again. And so if you foreclose on anyone's house, you agree that we can come and take your house. So my uh, Tsitsi Nick, Tsitsi Nick uh, in my family means Uncle Nick, was a local um, sheriff in Sonoma County. Half my family are sheriff's deputies, okay? I have more respect for sheriff's deputies than you could ever imagine. Uh, if I disrespect a sheriff's deputy, I'm not gonna be welcome at Thanksgiving dinner. This is not my, this is not my plan. My plan is that uh, I'm looking to double the pay of sheriff's deputies. I am looking to, uh, uh, you know, forgive their families and their home loans so that we can begin to build a, a, a better world for ourselves. They, so they don't have to commit crimes. Now they're making double the money. They don't have to pay a mortgage. So they don't have to commit these crimes that their bosses are making them commit. Which is specifically going in and foreclosing on people and foreclosing or on homes when they warrants. don't have the authority. Why? Simple reason. The bank never signed the contract. This is a unilateral contract void from the beginning. We don't need to go any further than that. We don't have to wait for a hearing six months from now. We don't have to hire a lawyer or get a judge. You go home right now and you look at your home loan, you're the only one to sign. The bank never signed. Not only did they not sign, but there's not even a space for them to sign. Okay, so there's one. Uh, two, you wanna get the uh, bank CPA on the witness stand. Once I got that bank uh, uh, CPA on the witness stand, he's done, okay? Uh, all I have to do is ask him one question. I wanna see the double debit or the double entry. This is where the bank has to show they lost money when they gave you money but they can't do it because they never gave you any money. They took it out of your social security account. And when they did this, they did not have your permission or your authority. So they actually committed a bank robbery and because they committed a crime that vacates their ability to contract you. There's three, uh, the entire home loan contract. I have syntax it. There's about 4,000 mistakes in about 6,000 words. How are you going to say you did something 6,000 times on an accident? You can't. And it's standard practice as an accident. Exactly. Uh, how can I protect uh, everyone in the United States from every lawyer and attorney in 30 seconds? In order for there to be a structured sentence, you can only have one verb per sentence. The average lawyer uses three to five verbs per sentence. So it's so bastardized that it means absolutely nothing. They do this for every sentence they have ever worked, that they have ever written. So as soon as the, the, the lawyer or attorney or judge writes their document and signs it, people are, oh man, I have this order. The way I look at it, I now have their signed confession for the criminal activity that they're perpetrating on the American people and the people of the public. And I haven't even met them yet. 
Wow. Uh, just to stop there for one second, full sure. colon Mitchell, full colon Smith. What you're talking about is an epic change, a dynamic change in the entire system, and you are actively working at it using the Parse Syntax grammar that Commander-in-Chief Russell-J. Colin Gould has set forth and authorizes the use of. But let's be clear. It's not the use of it for gain. It's the use of it to stop fraud. Is that correct? Yes. Everything they're doing is fraud and a lie. All we're trying to do is correct the world. That's it. We're not trying to, you know, chastise anyone or make anyone look uneducated. That's not our goal. All our goal is, is to just simply, everything that is in place is perfect. All we have to do is follow the law and come correct on the grammar and everything will be fine. So then how do you propose that people in mass would learn the grammar? This has been a question that I've had since the beginning of these interviews with commander in chief. And I, I really do look at this sincerely saying, how are we going to achieve that? What do you think? So I just look back on what drove me. Why, why did I, and the thing of it is the immediately, soon as I seen it, I got it just within literally, I'm not kidding you, 30 seconds and I knew it. And I thought, oh wow, all I'm gonna do is I'm gonna study this, I'm gonna learn it, and then I'm gonna teach it, everybody's gonna get it, and we're gonna cure the world. Man, was I, was I <laughs> well, up for a, a rude awakening. Mm -hmm. Nobody got it, uh, everybody was saying that it's fake. People aren't ready so, for it entirely. I mean, it's, so, it's so I kind of just break it down to people. It, it basically, it, we're not talking about any federal postal judge. We're not talking about, you know, all this quantum basic grammar. The average person does not know basic grammar. And this isn't an accident. This was engineered so that when they, when they bastardize the grammar, you don't even know it. And you just accept well, it. Well, you're taught one way, but no one's taught it, it's literally a shift almost like being becoming dyslexic in order to learn what's correct you have to shift into understanding what that is and once you get the cadence of that and the rhythm of that and you begin to realize what you've been taught you have to go through the shift of understanding that everything you taught wasn't correct and it was on purpose let's make that clear that it was purposeful like you said so yeah. what was their purpose in making that teaching everybody in the world incorrectly. So what I have figured out, the way that they do everything, uh, and I really learned a lot on the last, uh, the last jury by trial, trial by jury, is because I was able to see how they took the mind over of the jury. And I tried to, because I had, because they have damaged my kids at, at such a, at such an alarming rate, I had to become a, uh, expert child psychologist. And so my, my understanding of the mind is huge. And uh, the way they do it is when the human mind feels pain or fear, it shuts down the subconscious like a light switch. And when the subconscious, if for those of you that don't understand, the subconscious is what actually runs you. And when the subconscious shuts down, it shuts down the critical thinking. When the critical thinking shuts down, then they just kick you around like a dirty shoe. 
They do that to every single person that walks through those courtroom doors. Um, and I tried to explain it to them. You tried to explain to the jury how they were taking their mind over. What was happening, what I figured out is, every time I try to say something, immediately the district attorney would object and then the, the, the judge goes on, babble, 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 says the same thing over and over for about a minute. And it basically clears their mind, right? And, 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 and I, I had you know, never been in, uh, that was my first uh, uh, jury trial or trial by jury, very important. Is that what I heard? Is that the recording that I heard, that one? Um, no, that was, uh, that was me uh, fighting for my friend uh, uh, for his house. So what I have done is I've uh, found a back door and I'm able to become a claimant in your case and I'm able to fight for you just like I was you. Wow, that's and, valuable. And, and man, they don't like that. <laughs> um, and then so once I, you know, uh, uh, turned in my quantum documents, they can't, they cannot get past the quantum documents, plain and simple. Okay. Uh, but going back to what you were saying about yeah, the jury, okay. let's talk about the jury. And in, in exactly. Your... So um, I, I tried to explain to them, you know, what was going on. But what happens is, is they take control of the jury's mind far before they enter the courtroom. You come into their building, you sit in and watch their videos and they're programming you. And then what do they do? They put you in a room. You don't know when it's coming up. You're like, oh God, you know, when's this going to happen? I just want to go home, you know, and they're, 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 they're mixing up your mind. And then once they get you in there, they don't let me say anything, right? They just, uh, uh, they break, what they're doing is, is they're breaking up the continuance of evidence. And then they pump them full of all their information. And so when the jury goes in for the deliberation, they literally, in their subconscious, they have nothing that I have said and only what they have said. And I, man, I could see it just clear as day. It's amazing. That's Once you brilliant. get to, to the point that I'm at, I can see clearly. Uh, uh, and so I have a claim of the live life. So I have the ability to... Uh, I have the nativity to create, my own, to create my own thoughts so I can see clearly. So I, at this point, I'm simply walking through their, through their fiction. And let's talk and about the, the live life, life. I now have the ability to stake a claim. And now we're coming with some damage claims. And I'm going to be real honest. These damage claim fees are going to be awfully steep. When people create a claim on someone like yourself that has this claim of the life and they can't technically state a claim because they don't have one. So how does that work? Explain that a little bit. So the people out there understand. So, I mean, the first thing you want to do is get a claim of the live life. What that's doing is bringing you what you want to be brought out of that fraudulent birth certificate system. Okay. If you're either in the fiction or you're in the fact. There, there's no in-between gray area. So if you don't have a claim of the life life, I guarantee you you're in the fraudulent birth certificate system, which was canceled out in 1999 for fraudulent uh, conveyance of language. Um, but once you have the claim of the live life, you are now in the fact. But, you know, it, it, you can't just say, okay, I got the claim of the live life and now, now everything's, you know, hunky-dory. No, you must have the knowledge to back it up. The claim of the live life is by itself is, you know, is, is, you know, it's, it's not as powerful. 
you have to have the knowledge and, and you know, the quantum documents to back it up. The claim of the live life just gives you the authority to, to do these things. And so for those people out there that would like a claim of the live life, um, we have discussed some of that in the past and there's more information coming out now along with commander in chief, Russell Volkel and Russell hyphen J colon Gould's new documentary, the last flag standing. And uh, he talks about that and what's upcoming around that. And so he's setting a system into motion where people can obtain that as well. There are avenues in which to obtain that, but um, the quantum community is, is one of them and he'll have his official sources coming out soon just to put answer and um, some closure on that. But let's get back to your story because your, your stories, plural, are very compelling you yourself uh, let me just taken... add one one more one more little thing uh so for those of you that are interested i would join the quantum com for the quantum community um get on the email list uh you can get a claim of the live life from there um we have people that can tutor you uh there's there's other uh there's other venues uh, that you can go into that you can get uh training from uh the chief is uh in the process right now of uh, setting up a website to uh, do claims of the live life. So uh, more and more people are getting involved in understanding and waking up and understanding that you are either in the fact or in the fiction, okay? And right now I am 100% in the fact, okay? I'm a quantum citizen, I have a claim of the live life and I have the knowledge. Uh, uh, the biggest thing is, is in your name. Uh, nobody can tell you what your name is. Only you can, you know, say what your name is. And no matter how many times they tell you, you know, uh, they, they try to call you defendant. I tell them DE is no, FEND is defend, and ANT is contract. No, I'm not a no-fend contract. You need to be able to send, the, the, where the power comes in is when you can syntax the words as fast as they come out of their mouth, Man, that is powerful stuff. And it makes them sit up in their seat and they're like, oh man, these guys know about the grammar. They're, we have no way out. And, and until you can do that, you're, 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 you're extremely vulnerable. So uh, why is the system is, that's wrong so rock solid in place? Yeah, so what drove me is uh, I just pointed myself up. I'm, a, I'm completely positive. I... I, you know, just pound myself with positivity. No matter what you're going through, you you have to steer your mind in positivity and point it up. Uh, uh, the, the pain that they put people through, you, I could start to feel it coming on. You know, it, I call them pain body episodes. Uh, because of what they've done to my son and daughter, uh, I had to watch my son basically die right in front of my face. And luckily he came back to life but because of the pressure that they put on his mind literally popped all documented and they just try to cover everything up. Well, at this point they, they can no longer cover it up. They know I've got them uh, on attempted murder uh, uh, of my sons and daughter. Um, I am a, uh, I'm a direct descendant of a, of a, of a sheriff. They're not getting away with this and they know it. And that's why the entire County of Contra Costa County, California is running. You can't run from me, okay? Um, but I pointed myself up. And, and by pointing yourself up with positivity, 
you you uh, you, you channel the the energy because the energy that is being given to you, like a parent saving a child or their, their son or daughter, there is not a more powerful energy on planet Earth. And when you point that up, I'm telling you, you're unbeatable. But what's happening is, is people immediately point it down and they and they lead to suicide. That's why there's so many suicides. And so I'm trying to curve that. And uh, there's other things. Empowering is not even a correct grammatical word, but you are for the empowerment of right. the people, right? <laughs> I know, it, it's hard. I, I want to be able, I, the reason why I'm speaking like this is so I can communicate because most of the people out there aren't going to get it yet. Well, you're passionate about what you've been through. The difference between talking about the grammar world and participating fully in the grammar world is you. You are a living example of someone that's taken on the responsibility of a live life claim. And I say it that way. It is a, a obligation to stop and correct where you see it's needed and to uphold that. And it's rule one and rule same. You're living that. You're also trying to stop and correct where there's been apparently some disassociations or incongruencies. These are all words I shouldn't be using because of the beginnings and, and it's fine. It's you know? fine. But these are the these are the turning hinge points for going forward and correcting our world and making this a place where we can actually come together and join her and contract in harmony and peace. Because what you're saying is that the system that's in place now does not operate on positivity, harmony, and peace. It operates in a perpetually fraudulent and in entrapment type capacity. So to trap somebody is for what purpose? Why would they bother to do this? Why is this even in place? So what I want everybody to understand, the biggest thing that I want you to take from this is that their entire fraudulent system is obsolete. Quantum has already taken over. You just don't know it yet, okay? Their fraudulent system is like an eight-track tape, and quantum is like a laser disc. There's, there's, there's no, uh, oh, should we keep listening to the eight-track tape? It's just quantum is automatic at this point. So if all the young people in the world learned this from the get-go and learned it properly, what would happen? We how would have a much better world. <laughs> Can you explain uh, how that would be? The like contracts would mean what they say. Okay. Uh, that, that's what people that I have taught that understand this, that's what they enjoy the most is that's what everybody is looking for. The truth, correctness. Um, that's all anybody is asking for. And this delivers it with, with, no, with no consequences. What do you think is in the way of this system going into place fully? Um, the ignorance of the public. So more knowledge. No, 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 uh, no, no, you know, disrespect intended, no, but, but it's because learn. So what I have figured out is why it is so hard for people to wake up is because everything, because I had watched, I, the way I learned it is because how they done it to me. They do it little by little, little by little. Nobody notices it. And pretty soon, 
it's this whole big thing. And then you try to, and then someone comes in and tries to, to jump on it and change it. You can't, it has to be the, the, the process has to be undone slowly as well. Well, let me ask you this. Everyone knows of the interviews I've done with Russell and they know about the Rex bear show. I've heard everyone talk about it and we were on there. And on that show, I talked about how my case in California for just simply trying to refinance my house was the first case to go to the DA in a fraud scam. And I had called every um, lawyer in LA that was a big lawyer to try and help me because somebody literally was defrauding me in the process of simply refining. Well, come to find out they wouldn't take my case. They wouldn't even talk to me. They all hung up on me hung up on me because they had probably something to do with the writing of phony mortgages and crummy mortgages in the, in the get-go, but they had to turn on a dime and switch a gear and take a different position now that the world had changed. So using that as an example, that's all done now. But if I have a live life claim and that happened to me, how would I use that or how would I have used that in that instance if I had known? Um, we would file quantum documents. So right now, so I'm, I've, I'm done this multiple times now, one on my friend's house and one just a couple days ago, uh, in court, uh, my last jury trial, I prosecuted the district attorney. I gave her about 55 years in prison and about $32 million in fines all in about 30 seconds. They brought in every district attorney in that entire county and every single one of them, their mouths were just like to the floor. Every time I looked over, all their mouths were just completely wide open. Uh, and, and so, so what now, gives you the authority to do that? And that's what the average person is going to ask. How does he have that authority? How would I have that authority? You have to have the knowledge. Everything boils down to the knowledge. So you're not a title necessarily. It's the grammar and the knowledge that gives you that authority. It's the knowledge. I'm telling you, it, it, like you could tell chief justice, judicial counsel, and the 20 uh, guest judges of their uh, meeting that I crashed and gave my first order as a federal judge. You could tell them that I'm not a federal judge, but they're not going to believe you. Why? Because I stood my ground and I had the knowledge and the way that I held myself, they knew no matter, just because some title, that doesn't mean nothing, right? They know, Chief Justice of San Francisco loves me um, because of the way that I handle myself, because that I am very respectful every single time. I mean, I, I hand them their ass, but I, I do it. Yeah, I heard that. A, coming from a good place. I heard know? that in your recordings and people, we'll, we'll have another, show where full colon mitchell full colon smith comes back on and and we will share those recordings so you get to hear him live in court it's astounding and yeah so i i take the entire courtroom over uh i charge the 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 bank attorney uh i charge the bank with bank robbery i charge the bank attorney with identity theft <laughs> prove the judge is not a judge kick the judge out of the court take over the courtroom authorize the clerk of the court as my court uh, as my clerk of the court, you know, but it is, uh, my abilities are so over, because I have to go above the district judge. And so when I have to do that, 
I am over the top of the normal citizen's head that they just watched it, but they still can't believe it because it's on such a higher level. And so my focus right now is to try to lower that and not, you know, come in so, so just like, because man, once I get going, I am just like, I, I am just, I'm like a steamroller, right? And, and <laughs> well, it sounds the like average you know person can't doing. understand it, you know, the average person yeah. just can't understand it. And so that's what I'm working on now is just once I'm able to calm down a little bit, man, am I going to be just like unbelievable. I mean, I'm unbelievable now, but I'm, I'm, I'm still a little out of control. You know, I, I still need a lot of training. Um, and, but I have, you know, high control over myself. Like I can be in the most, you know, prosecuting, you know, stage and I can, you know, I can drop all baggage at, at, at the, you know, drop of a hat. So I do have that power, but, uh, I do need, I do need to calm down to, uh, to get my message across. Well, what is your message exactly? And where is this headed? I know that you said that you're helping those. My biggest, my biggest messages is I am trying to, cause what's happened is, is they are purposely destroying our sons and daughters and they are destroying them at a rate that has just never been seen for in history. And what's happened is, is they're, they're destroying them for future use in the future. So they're going to be so screwed up that it's easier for once they've been damaged, it's easier to take control of them later on. Manipulate so them. But my biggest who's focus they? At, uh, uh, the court system, the government, uh, those who are assumed in power. Um, it's really the crowd that rules. Uh, people just need to understand it, it's, not, it's not the government. It's not me. It's not this person. It's the crowd that rules. The crowd is what rules. Um, but my main focus at this point is uh, uh, nobody is working on a reunification program. So what's happening is, is once you kick their ass so bad, then they say, okay, here, have the kid back. Well, the kid hasn't been with you for extended periods of time. So you don't even know each other. So when you go back, it's like a train wreck. You know, you don't know each other. There's arguing. No one has you know, trained you on how, how to deal with what's going on. So what I'm working on is a reunification program because as I, even though I was still having custody, they had me down, they broke me down slowly to 1% custody for like three and a half years, which basically they purposely uh, uh, destroyed the bond. I was the main caretaker for my son and daughter for their entire life. Right. So, uh, when you when you break the bond of, of a main caretaker, it's literally like teaching uh, the child not to go to the bathroom. Mm -hmm. It's literally that that bad. So you have three main parts of your brain: one to mate, one to eat, and one to bond. When you break the bonding part of your brain, it's a major part of your brain, and it destroys all relationships for the uh, for the child's entire life. That's why it is so important. That's why psych, uh, psychological child abuse is the worst kind of abuse. If you get hit, you get a bruise, it heals. But the mental stays with you for, your, for the rest of your life. Right. That's why I have focused on this. Um, let me just, uh, uh, let me just uh, give you one of my public speeches on, on, on 
child. So through millions of years of evolution, the genes that allowed children to reject parents were selectively removed from the gene pool. Children do not reject parents. Who rejects parents? The other spouse does. So what you have is the anger and disgust from one parent going down through the child, thus using the child as a psychological battleground. Children do not reject parents. So that's why this can be diagnosed 100% of the time as psychological child abuse. If the child is not autistic, you simply do not see these type of uh, actions in their system display. So it's, it doesn't come natural. You, through, through the millions of the years, the child, children in the beginning that rejected their parents, they were eaten by predators. So we learned real quick, as soon as we are born, we bond to our parents, both mother and father equally. So when you see a child that is attacking the other parent, that's not an authentic attachment system. And this is what we have to tap into. People are saying, oh, parental alienation. And so the courts, all the judge, oh no, you know, parental alienation, that doesn't exist. But when you, you connect it with the attachment system, that's where you have all the clinical uh, background and, and study. And, and that's where it becomes powerful. Well, it sounds like you've really put in some time to understanding how this right, comes about. Of and then literally how to take that into action using the grammar. So there's quite a few parents out there that could certainly benefit from this. Well, let, let me just throw uh, one, one more thing in. So uh, the, the, the people that I would like to bring together is uh, Dr. Craig Childress from uh, LA and uh, Dr. Kathleen Ray from Canada. Uh, Dr. Kathleen Ray has already set up a, re a reunification program, but I would like to just try to expand. And uh, uh, Dr. Craig Childress is like an expert on uh, parental alienation. He, he was the one that could really understand and, and just, he just really gets it. See, the normal uh, uh, therapist is just not going to get this. What happens is, is when the child is with the abusing parent and they're not with the authentic parent, the child must bond with this parent because it has to survive. It's a, it's a survival mechanism. And what it is, it's called a hyper bond. And so when those go into the, to the normal psychologist, they say, oh, yeah, they have a loving warming relationship no they're missing it. it it is what's called a hyper bond the child has to bond in order to survive um, but what we need are uh, subspecialists that uh, understand uh, hyper parental alienation or no not a hyper uh, uh, obsessed parental alienation like I haven't seen my kids in probably almost two years now no drugs, no violence, no threats, no alcohol, nothing. Uh, the only thing they have on me is that uh, I told a lawyer to get right with God and stop torturing my children, where they had Department of Justice uh, raid my home and arrest me and give me a five-year sentence. So what do I do? So I flip this. So now, Director of Department of Justice, how stupid do you look by arresting me and giving me a five-year sentence because I told the lawyer to get right? get right with God and stop torturing my children. So th this is how, you know, it's, I, I it's have a... these people, I have these people just like up against the wall and I'm not trying. I'm not, I would, 
I, that was when I was arrested by the Department of Justice. That was, I was so honored and I didn't feel more, I had felt, never felt more safe in my own home. They understood, they knew me. I told them the, my family background in law enforcement. Uh, uh, I was honored to be in the presence of that, uh, of that commanding officer. And he got value from me, right? He got value from me because he could sense that I was on a higher level of thinking. And uh, my ability is, is that I, I absorb their power, right? Wherever I, whatever situation I am put in, I absorb the power. So I absorbed his power like, you know, like I can't even describe. And when they, you know, when they figured out that, you know, they got my daughter depicting suicide and how stupid this was, all they could do is look at the floor, you know? Uh, when, it was, uh, when it was time to, to arrest me, you know, and I put my hands behind my back, they, they you know, they refused to handcuff me, you know? I mean, they eventually <laughs> did, but, but they showed the honor of the pause, right? I, I don't know if many of you can understand that, but that was, that was uh, definitely, you know, a high honor, but they still did it. They knew what they were doing was 100% wrong. They did it anyway. And so now that by doing and those actions, that is what's given me the authority to prosecute them. So let's play a game for a minute. This sure. This is not a game, but I'm going to let you show what you do as an example. So I'm going to say some things, and then I want you to correct me as you... No, let, 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 me, let me go freestyle. Let me go freestyle. <clears throat> Attorney General and Director of Department of Justice... At what point did you realize that it was a crime to push a federal judge's son and daughter to near death? This is the stupidity that I'm forced to deal with. Uh, I didn't know it was a crime then. I know it's a crime now. Okay, let me just educate you. Ignorance of the law is no excuse. Go ahead, Winifred. <laughs> I'm a pretty hard act to follow. <laughs> Are you trying to make me blonde? No, come on. No. <laughs> now the truth is, we've got anything that you say that is anything that a person says that is not in the proper grammar can be tripped up in this system. That's what people don't understand. So if you don't, yes. Do so this, it, here, let me let me uh, let me chime in on that. So you can't mix the two. Like I said before, you're either in the fact or you're in the fiction. Me, I'm 100% in the fact. Every single one of my documents now are 100% quantum. A couple days ago, uh, I, I, the judge literally said she uh, doesn't have jurisdiction over me multiple times before I even got to say my name. And then I said, who in here is representing the district attorney? She jumped out of her seat, screamed at the district attorney, don't answer any of his questions. <laughs> I just wanted to know who he was. Why didn't she what want you to uh, answer the question? Or what his business was here in the port. Because he, he, he doesn't signed, have business. If he autographed the $1 US postal stamp, get, paying his fee for the freight, like I did, to be in the port. So he's not even legally in the courtroom is what you're saying. 
No. He's not and, in the fort. And I asked who, because all I was there to do was to dock my vessel in the clerk's port. And I asked, who in here is the clerk? Mum was the word. <laughs> they wouldn't tell me who the clerk was in the courtroom. There why was some, there was a, they had a bunch of them in there. I couldn't figure out who it was. But why not? What, what would happen if they did? Uh, so my main goal was to uh, get an evidence sticker and get their file stamp on my quantum documents. And then I would autograph my name through the evidence sticker and the uh, uh, file stamp and basically the case would be over. Uh, they, they would not be able to go forward. And so by not telling you who the clerk was, you couldn't get that done? Mm, no, they, I, so I said, you are gonna take my evidence. <laughs> they, they, would, they wouldn't take it. They were afraid to take, they, they wouldn't take my evidence. How, where, where have you found it in a, in, a, in a court setting? They won't even take your own evidence. What does that tell you, right? Because they know once they do, then they have to admit that they exist. And once they do that, they have to admit that everything they have done is 100% fraud since they opened the doors. How do they all know that this is going on within that building or any building like this all across the United States in the middle of a soft martial law here, by the way, and yet they go to work and they perform these things day in and day out. We right, they say didn't, it's oblivious, uh, so, but they're not. So they actually streamed the hearing, I was so surprised. They streamed it on, uh, on YouTube, no, no video, just the audio. Uh, but they didn't call, they call it a, a meeting room. They didn't call it a courtroom. So you have to look for these subtle little changes because right now they're completely canceled out. They're completely shut down. All they are operating under, they're not even operating on fumes. They're canceled out and obsolete. They are just uh, uh, operating under a quagmire of tomfoolery at this point. There and is they, like, there is no foundation. Well, they can all be held accountable at some point in the future for working in that capacity on, with the knowledge, understanding that they're doing that. Yeah, so that's why I'm taking the initiative and holding these people accountable. Uh, who is their power? Sheriff's Department. What have I just done? I just took two houses from two different sheriff deputies. I want them to know that if they are gonna to continue to commit fraud, I'm simply gonna to continue to be correct. That's a nice way to say it. <laughs> that's, that's a great way to say it. And I think when people get over the hypnosis of the old system and can crack through, because each person, it's like a, in a way, it's a little bit of a rebirthing when you go through this. You come out the other side and you've come out of the shell and you're like, whoa, what do I have now and what do I do with it? And you recognize the, the power, but it's not even power. It's, it's more the recognition. It's more the understanding, the comprehension of the old system and now what this actually can be and can mean. But we all need to sort of go there. We all need to come into joinder with the commander and understand a new way of conducting ourselves. How do you believe that people can do this easily and in a capacity or in a way that we can turn this world around? Because people are looking for hope. What you're saying is going to give some people hope in different arenas, even if they don't fully understand yet. They just know you've done it you can do it. They don't quite understand how you've done it or what that means, 
but how do you give hope? Um, guarantee quantum's going to stop them dead in their tracks. Once you learn this, once you learn these 10 things, zero is a conjunction, one is an adverb, two is a verb, three is an adjective, four is a pronoun, five is a position, six is a loading, seven is a fact, eight is past time, which comes before nine, which is future time. When you can learn those 10 things, no one on planet Earth will ever be able to lie to you again on paper. Pretty simple. But you just got to take the time, like some of us have, and study this. Uh, uh, the way I like to explain it is your entire life, you've been fed plastic and told and been told it was food. Your, your mother told you it was food, your father, your teacher, your neighbors. And you've been eating, you've been telling, look, man, I'm eating this plastic. It's, it's hurting my stomach. I, I, I don't think it's food. And then you, you, you learn quantum grammar and it's like eating organic fruits and vegetables for the first time. That's how it was for me. It was just like a bloom. I mean, it, it's I, an awakening. That's the, best, that's the best way I can describe it. It's an energetic awakening because when I started the interviews with Commander and Chief Russell Hyphen J. Colin Gould, I ended up being in this weird dream state for the first month or two of digging into the material. And I would dream about him at night and we'd have these like sit down conferences in my dreams. And it was such a trip. And I'd come out of that like, wow, I just feel like I went to a different dimension. And it literally mm -hmm. took me a while to kind of absorb it. We have. We've entered the quantum dimension. I did. I'm not joking <laughs> you. I swear I had this experience. And as I graduated into the trust and the knowingness, it, it, it was like a child asking questions. And he was so patient all the time in answering the questions, understanding that I didn't comprehend yet. And I still have, I mean, I'm not saying that I know really anything at this point except for I have a comprehension of the picture and the why. I understand the why and the application because I do know one thing inherently and have for a long time. I have known that there is this fraud that exists and I've seen it like you said step by step by step from Wells Fargo taking pennies out of your bank account and then being online with you and hanging up and oh you call the next time and oh well sorry oh you're being recorded we're recording you. You're the bad guy. Why? Because I'm reporting you. How am I the bad guy if I'm reporting you? Wait a minute. It's these, these psychological twists and shifts that have been allowed to continue through all corporate sectors, through these conglomerations of power structures in the government. Let me, let me, let me chime in. Let me chime in. So we're all told, oh, you know, don't, uh, don't record in the, in the courtroom. That, that's illegal. This is a farce. I penetrated the sheriff's department. I got in the back rooms and I seen every single court hearing is recorded in HD color and audio. Okay. They're recording you. You have the right to record. Don't, don't listen to them. And what are they going to tell you? Look at the sign. This is what I tell them. Okay. Uh, I tell you what. If you can show me one fact on that sign where it says I can't record, then I won't record. They can't do it. This is the biggest thing that I want people to take out of this. There are no facts on anything that they tell you. There's no facts. If you don't have any facts, you don't have anything. You're not talking about anything. So that's where the quantum comes in. The quantum 
tells the public the truth. Everything is certified facts. I mean the same thing, both frontwards and backwards. So this is what people are after. That's all they want is to be told the truth because they've been lied to their entire life. And that's why we are seeing an overwhelming uh, amount of people interested in quantum grammar now and the quantum construct. It's and it is, it, it, is, it is amazing to watch. I'm, I am overwhelmed with people <laughs> contacting me now on, on quantum grammar. It is, it is, it is really coming full, full circle at this point because people are getting it. Uh, this thing they did with the, 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 the stupid 19 and the, and the pandemic, it woke people up. People that were completely asleep, it's waking those people up. And, and, and now, for you know, they, they want looking to... for answers. They, they, mm -hmm. they can see now the stupidity. Because what's happening is, is the quantum grammar and, 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 and the people that are practicing this, we, what we have done is we have forced them to uh, complete their plan ahead of schedule. So it is, it is failing. And, and now quantum grammar is just, we're not, we're not forcing it. Okay, this isn't something that you got to hurry up and get a claim of the live life or the, the time limit's going to run out. No, whenever you're ready, we're ready for you. Uh, and so with that, it, it is just a smooth transition. And, and like I said, it's like from eight track tape to laser disc that their, their, their old fraudulent system is not only collapsed, it is obsolete at this point. So do you see commander in chief coming into power into his position now he's already there people just don't know it yet do you do you think that people need to call him forward or because he's already there it doesn't matter no the only way this works is if we all come together like i said it is not me that rules it's not you it's not chief it's the crowd until the crowd gets behind it you know me and the chief and, and a few other individuals, we can go out there and, and file as many quantum documents till our, till our, you know, we got quantum documents, you know, coming out of their back door. But until people get behind it, you know, it, it's not going to have as big as impact. And that's happening now. And I mean, right now. Yeah, we need that right now. Now I have a listener that wanted to ask questions. Sure. Absolutely. And, uh, Any questions? He is a new live life claimant. Mm -hmm. His name is Joe. And he wanted to ask the question uh, how he would properly make certified copies of his live life claim. Um, do you, can you answer yeah, that? Yeah. So when you first get your live life claim, you want to make about, you know, say 50 copies. And then in order to certify it, you have to put a uh, real you know, or not real, uh, 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 $1 US postal stamp, you know, on the copy. And then you autograph, you know, right. copyright, copy claim, uh, live life claim, and then your, uh, your registration number with the post office. And your name in quantum. And that will make it uh, a certain, and, and your, uh, and your thumbprint. And that will make it a certified uh, copy. Okay. So just reiterate that again, really slowly, all the things that need to be on there. Your um, number, so your quantum number. When you first get your live life claim, which uh, it has to be authorized by the chief. If it's not authorized by the chief, it's it doesn't have the authority. So first thing you want to make sure that it is authorized by the chief, 
uh, once you have your uh, authorized copy or your, your original copy, make about 50 copies. And then as you need them, you know, put a, a $1 US postal stamp, autograph your name across, you know, copyright, copy claim, uh, live life claim, and then your registration number and a thumbprint. Thank you. Thank you. That's great clarity. He'll, he'll appreciate that. Um, he has a follow-up question as well, if you don't mind. Sure. Um, is it encouraged or not to also add a copy of your live life claim when you're mailing the command letters? In other words, the 5G command letter that went out. Oh, uh, oh of you course. include your live life claim of along course. with the so, command Like letters? I said before, so the live life claim you're proving that you have the authority to file quantum documents. So, so therefore you would every include time it? You file, every time you file quantum documents, you always want to have your live life claim because you're showing that you have, uh, you have the authority to but do so. But would you mail it with it? And do you um, yes. affix it together like you showed with the brass rings or the little rings? Yeah, so th that's what I do. Um, you don't have to, but... Uh, when you do that, you then don't have to put a stamp on every single, every single, you know, different document. When you bond, when you bond them all together, uh, all you have to do is put the uh, $1 US postal stamp on the, on the front page. Okay, now this is a silly question, but let's say you have that and you have- There's no silly questions. <laughs> you have the ring on there, right? And yeah. you mail this, you can't mail it in a regular envelope because now you've got this lumpy ring in there that's holding the document together. So how do you mail it? You yeah, mail it, it's same, same, same deal. It's just a little lumpy. <laughs> really? You leave it in an envelope with those? Uh, yeah, of they don't, they don't process it through the postal service and say, oh my gosh, what is that? You know, they're all so Well, strange. yeah, the, the, the postal employees, <laughs> they, they, they're like, well, what's going on here? Just bonded oh, okay. documents. And then they say, oh. okay. Okay. All right. No, no, it's, silly but people will ask that because you know you're gonna fold it up and put it in, in an envelope so what the what the brass ring is representing see your 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 document is a vessel uh on a ship in the ocean they use brass because it doesn't rust so i'm just showing that you know my my vessel has brass on there it kind of you know tells them it lets them it advertises that you know what you're talking about is it just one or you use three um, you only, you only need one. Uh, what happens is, is, uh, there's usually not enough room unless you purposely make enough room because you're going to end up, uh, yeah, you'll be in the gonna end up, yeah, you're going to end up taking up, you know, blocking out a lot of the words. The so that's why I only use, yeah. unless, unless I'm really putting my point across, then I'll have like six of them going down. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so after you've been in this, and, and you're so passionately involved in what you're doing, which is why I'm having you here today, because after speaking with a commander and realizing his systems, you're, you're, how do I say this? You're, we'll employed, steam ahead. you're, you're ploy, employment of these systems. You're, you're actually using them and you're helping. You're assisting people, not just yourself, you're assisting people. And you're taking this into reality, into the quantum reality, which is where we're headed as a society, as an earth plane, even though it looks bumpy, we're going that way. So you're in this, you're doing it. Now, where do you find you want to be in the future with grammar? Where, where does Fulcolin Mitchell, Fulcolin Smith exist with the grammar in the future? 
Um, I want to see it taught in the schools. Uh, Amen to you. I hope so we, too. We, we need to just completely leave that fraudulent system behind. And uh, this is already happening in, in other countries. They have, al- they have already got this. They're, they're already teaching this. What countries? I haven't, uh, I haven't uh, um, uh, done the entire research myself. I've just been told secondhand. Um, I haven't checked these countries yet, but I've been told that uh, China has already been doing this for years now, teaching quantum grammar in their schools. And so uh, I think they're doing it in Dubai as well. So people need to understand and, and see, you know, what's yeah. going on. Because if we don't get on this bandwagon, you know, we're going to get left behind. Game on. And, you know, we have such savvy innovators here. We have so many young people that are so bright. And I've told Russell since the get-go, this is a gamer's dream. <laughs> that's what it feels like a a big game so like i go in you know i I knock this judge down then i gotta go to the next one yeah you get get higher and higher like it's it's just like a video game it's ridiculous okay but just bring them all out all at once and i'll just cancel them all out and then you know we won't waste anybody's time yeah and then we they zero it out and start from a fresh slate of actual factual evidence so this is primarily for written contract. However, I want to make this very clear. What you did and what I've heard on recordings that you're doing in the courtroom is verbal. So I want to share with people, especially since they may be new to it, how that would go. So I'm, I'm an officer and I come to you and I say, We're going, we have a warrant for your arrest. So what would you say to me right then and there? Because it's verbal. I want to see a. I want to see a copy of that warrant. So on every arrest warrant, writ, or original summons to come to court, you must have what's called the Great Seal. The Great Seal. Every every state has one, and it's supposed to be embossed into the paper. Um, and if you look at the federal government website. It uh, has to be in upper and lowercase letters. This is very. This is by their own federal, strict federal government rules. That's not going to be there. It's going to be in all uppercase. In all uppercase, they're advertising to you that that's the corporation and that it's fraud. Not only is it fraud, but it's just a rubber stamp and ink. So immediately on its face, you can tell that the warrant is 100% fraud. Now we got to be careful with this information because. This is extremely, uh, extremely uh, high sensitive. level information. Yeah, and it's and sensitive to not be toyed with. There's a responsibility. Yes, you have to be careful. But what I'd like it's to get for the good and the bad guys. Right. But what I'd like to have people witness is you dissecting me verbally and pulling me apart for whatever I say. See, you're saying you can say it on the spot. I want you to show people that. So I say, okay, I have a warrant for your arrest. And you say, show me that. Let's say I produce the paper and I'm sorry, sir, you can't, you can't resist us. I don't know. I'm just, (laughs) go ahead. What would you say to me to verbally undo me? uh, So let's just take an example. Uh, Just the other day I I got pulled over. I, I said, uh, I said, I said, don't, I said, don't do it, sir. Please don't do it. I said, you you can't beat me. (laughs) 
I said, you know how they, uh, they got to be the big tough guy, you yeah. know, and I'm live on Facebook. I did this live on Facebook. I said, uh, I said, do you know what the word syntax means? He goes, oh, you're supposed to be so intellectually higher than me. Uh, you tell me what it means. I go, no, sir, you tell me what it means because I want to see if you have the knowledge. And he wouldn't answer me, right? And I said, well, you know, sir, I'm, I'm going to give you another chance here. Can, do you know what the word syntax means? And he wouldn't answer me. I said, well, this is your third and final time. You know, can you tell me what the word syntax means? And he, you could see him. He's, he's just clamming up. He's starting to get nervous. And I said, so if you don't answer, then by default, you agree that you don't know what the word syntax means. And if you don't know what the word syntax means, that means you can't syntax your oath of office. And if you can't do that, you can't find out that, you, that your oath of office is bastardized grammar written in fraudulent language. So you don't have the authority. So what people don't understand is the oath of office is what gives them the authority to carry the gun and the badge. If you don't have the knowledge of the oath, you don't have the authority to carry the gun and the badge. So I got him to basically confess to felony treason live on Facebook in about 30 seconds. Astounding. Astounding. Now, again, to reiterate, that's not a power trip. That's a stop correct. And that's a, a, a sincere attempt at having that level communication. But what you're showing is it's not level. It's not on the same level. And it's not a, I know more than you do necessarily. It's your fiction and this is fact. And you have to prove that you're basically fiction and and why did he pull me over because i put uh full colon diplomat on my plates and then i put my uh my postal registration number as my as my license plate number now no one on planet earth has that number but me okay it wasn't like i was you know not telling him who i was i gave him my live life claim uh uh they ended up arresting me they, they stole my live life claim. They stole my C-pass. I had a C-pass that I carry around with me to give me uh, the authority to enter these foreign vessels. And when I tried to get them back, they said they were holding those as evidence against me. So right now, they're holding my live life claim. This, these are, this, this is how I've got them. The, the only evidence that they have against me is my live life claim and my C-pass which all my numbers matched. They matched my number on my license plate, the number on my live life claim matched, and the number on my CPAS matched. So all my numbers are matching. I'm the only one on planet Earth that has that one. He asked me who I was. I told him with my live life claim, I said, sir, he's all, well, we can't, we don't know who you are. I said, sir, you know exactly who I am. You know, it wasn't like I was trying to say, oh no, I'm not gonna give you my name or number. No, I'm right up front. Okay, in quantum, we're not here to hide. We're not here to play any games or any tricks. I gave him all the information and he, they just still had to try to pretend uh, uh, to, to keep me in that fraudulent system. I, I told him I'm out, you know, and then I, and so what I had to do is I, I had to, I prosecuted him once they got me back. Uh, I told him that they were, they had pushed my son and daughter to near death and that uh, I, I penetrated the, uh, the uh, chambers of the judge and they uh, uh, said how they were gonna purposely push my kids to death. I go, sir, what are you gonna do about that? 
And by this time, he's, he's, they've got me handcuffed in, in, in the holding station, and this sergeant is shaking at this point. I go, you're going to do absolutely nothing, right? I said, I already know your position. I said, that's Title 42, Section 1986. I said, you had knowledge of a crime, and you did not stop to correct the wrongs that are going on here. I said, and that brings us to Title 42, Section 1988. The court loses jurisdiction while engaged in a crime, and the state's liable for all damages. They, <laughs> they, they were panicking to let me go, literally panicking. Um, they said, I said, I'm not going anywhere. And they, they said, oh, what do you mean? <laughs> I'm all, I'm not going nowhere. I said, I, I'm, not, I'm not printing out. And I said, I'm not engaging in your usury. He goes, and then you get to see the, the stars. He's really starting to panic. He's like, he's like well, well, what do you want to just stay in here? I said, well, I'm not, I'm not engaging. He goes, so then, uh, so then they, uh, they threaten me. They go, uh, well, we're just going to 5150 you. Oh. I said, sir, I said, I have given you absolutely no resistance. I've been calm and peaceful and friendly with you this entire process. And because of that, you're going to 5150 me? He's all, that, that's what I was told to do. I was all, I was all, I was all, sir, if you 5150 me, I'm going to send text that document that you're going to hold me in there. And I said, that's title, uh, title 15, section 1692E, <laughs> false and misleading statements. Uh, penalty section, title 15, section 78FF, carries a $25 million fine and 30 years in prison. And by this time, this guy, this, this sergeant, I am handcuffed in their holding tank and he's shaking. I don't have $25 million. <laughs> and then the whole time, the whole time he's all, he kept asking me, you're not going to prosecute me, right? I'm trying to get you out of here. I, I, I was just silent. And he's all, and then, you know, so finally, I didn't, I didn't want, I didn't feel like being drugged and, and, oh my God. and tortured. Last time they, they drugged and tortured me, uh, strapped me down, hands and feet, drugged me, stuck like multiple needles and just slammed it right in my arm. I thought the freaking needle went all the way through my arm. Uh, six of them jumped on top of me, started choking me. I gave nobody any resistance whatsoever. So instead of going through that, I did their stupid paperwork and, uh, but it's funny because uh, I just wrote under duress, which is adverb, verb. I, I wasn't thinking. Uh, but they didn't, they spelled my name wrong, right? So it wasn't my name. They, I didn't give them my address, so they didn't have my address. So they put, uh, they put the local homeless shelter on there and they didn't have my signature. So they don't have my signature or my, my autograph. They don't have my name and, and they, and they uh, don't have my address. So everything there, they were just like panicking to just get, they charged me with a felony, but they didn't, uh, they made my bail at zero just to get me out of there. Wow. But they, later dropped, they later dropped the felony charge. And so this is what they do. They, they charge you with t 10 times more made up charges when there were never even any charges in the first place about anything just to get you to, to, to plea on one. No. I went there with my quantum documents. I said, here, you're, you're, I said, you're going to take my quantum documents. I said, you're going to take my evidence. They're all, okay, we'll, we'll take it at the next hearing. And so what I did is I, uh, I, uh, I said, you know, screw this. I went down to the clerk's office, you know, and I, and I tried to get them to put an evidence st sticker on there. I said, we don't have any evidence stickers. I was like, all right. So I just, uh, uh, 
they just uh, stamped it received. It's, yeah. it's, it's not really, you know, official, but my quantum documents are sitting in their hands like, like holy water sits in the devil's hand right now. Can so you get I, it I don't back? Care. Huh? Can, is it worth getting it back? Can you get it back? And what will happen next? Are you going to take this forward and go after them or, or? Uh, well, yeah, I'm going to, uh, I'm going to have, they, they eventually, unless they vacate the case, they're going to have to put a, a, an evidence sticker on my, uh, mm. on my, on my paperwork for, for the evidence. They have to do it. Well, so if you have the grammar and you, huh? you're in that situation, you have the grammar and you've talked about being in the situation, you prove that they have, they don't have the knowledge. How do you get to the point then that they actually arrest you? Because shouldn't that stop it? And you should never get to that point. Like, how does that keep happening? That's what I'm saying. They were there, there, there. And so what, what also I, I have done is I have actually uh, voluntarily surrendered my driver's license. So I don't have a driver's license because I don't agree to the driver's license contract. I went to DMV and got an official uh, traveler's permit, traveler's certificate. And so they cannot write me a ticket, right? Uh, because that's the whole deal behind the driver's license contract. As soon as you autograph or sign the uh, the the, your driver's license, mm -hmm. you're agreeing they can now um, write you tickets. But and if so you do, you you most people use their driver's license in any variety of ways. It's required in all this crazy systematic stuff now. You think it's required. You think it is, but it's not. It's not. Um, I, I so you later on we can use that for salvage. Um, I, I don't know. You know, since I re since I voluntarily surrender it. I may not be able to uh, run a salvage on that. I'll have to talk to Chief about that. But uh, I was this was before uh, before I got into uh, the quantum. So I was just trying to save myself, and uh, I figured out you know that DMV was 100% fraud. Uh, you don't need a driver's license unless you're a commercial driver. Um, but yeah, I, and registration I, for your vehicle and your plates and all that. Yeah. So. And so this is, this is how I have them trembling every time they pull me over or in court. Cause my, uh, my grandfather was a 25 year uh, highway patrol as well. So I have, you know, large, uh, uh, high level of law enforcement. So I, I, I know these hidden inner things. They, the, the, uh, highway patrol is a higher level of law enforcement. Um, whatever highway patrol follows, other law enforcement, police, you know, the sheriff, they can't go above and make their own, their own, uh, uh, their own laws. They can't go above what highway patrol follows. And so this is what I tell them. I said, and so I, that's why everything that I do, I do not break the law because I, you know, I don't want to disrespect my, my family and law enforcement. So I make sure that I do my research and I dig deep and I find all these things. Uh, Highway Patrol does not recognize um, commercial or does not only recognizes commercial vehicles. And so that's what I told him before I, before I prosecuted him the other day, uh, uh, before I got him on. Uh, uh, wow. I said, I said, sir, I said, can you go above Highway Patrol rules? And then they, they act dumb. This, this is the wrong, this is the wrong avenue to take with me. You cannot act dumb with me. He's all, oh, well, that's a pretty broad statement. 
And I was all, sir, can you go against the highway patrol laws, rules, and regulations, and codes? He's all, oh, well, I go, okay, okay, vehicle code 260. Can you go above vehicle code 260 that the highway patrol follows? Shut him up, right? All of a sudden, he's not Mr. Blabbermouth. He's Mr. Uh, 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 tongue Coma Man, right? Because he knows they cannot. And, and so Highway Patrol only recognizes commercial vehicles. If you're in your car driving or uh, traveling from point A to point B, you don't need a driver's license. You don't need registration. You don't need license plates. And that's why uh, if you're, uh, uh, I had been driving around with these license plates for years. If you're a live life claimant or anybody. Uh, no, anybody. Okay. Anybody. This, like I said, this is uh, vehicle code 260. They mm -hmm. only recognize commercial vehicles. If you are an Uber driver, it's, it's making money with your car on the highway, on the roads. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uber driver, taxi driver, limo driver, commercial truck driver. Yes, you need a driver's license. If you're just going to the grocery store from your house, going to work and back, it's all a trick. So when you pay all these uh, registration and license plates, it's a donation. And of course, the DMV is going to accept your donation. Oh it was God. so funny when I turned, because I turned in my license plates and my driver's license at the same time. They're all, they're all you can't do that. I go, I go, these license plates are your, are your, um, are your property. Yeah. I go, well, what is that, like Indian given? <laughs> they, would, they wouldn't take their own, no, we don't want those. They wouldn't take their own license plates, right? They made me mail them in. And, uh, and I go, and, well, and I'm turning in my driver's license too. They're all, oh, we got a traveler. You know, they're, they're trying to, you know, and she was mad. She was so, I go, I go, ma'am, I go, please don't be mad at me. I said, I'm just following your rules. Vehicle code 260. She's all, she's all, um, don't follow that rule. <laughs> I was like, and so when I tell, when I tell the police officers, when I tell the sheriff's deputies, I go, look, I'm following Highway Patrol rules, and I'm following DMV. They're all, we don't follow DMV. You, we don't follow DMV rules. Uh, and, well, the DMV rules are to have tags and, and license plates. So, you know, how can you pick and choose which rules you're going to follow? And so, and so okay. here's, another, here's another big hidden secret. So the only way that a police officer or law enforcement officer can turn on their lights or their sirens to pull you over is if there is an emergency. Your broken taillight, your tags, your license plate are not an emergency. And when the, the law enforcement officer uses his lights or his sirens to pull you over for that, he's creating the emergency. And when he does this, he's committing a felony. Wow. And you may want to remind him of that. And they know it because they, 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 they physically shake. They physically shake when I, when I point that out. It's amazing. It's this, this is, you know, the average person's going to say, how am I going to learn all that? How would I learn all that? And, and <laughs> more other people would say, I don't want to learn all that. That seems scary. And I don't know what to do with it. And I wouldn't want to do that. I wouldn't want to be in that position. And there's those of us in the world that are willing to stand up. And there's those that are just willing to follow whatever system's in place. So what Very do you good. I'm so glad you said that. Very, very good statement, uh, Winifred. Thank you very much. So people say that to me all the time. This is, this is my, my favorite one. I tell them, pretend 
that you have been taught all your life that all there is is a red and a yellow light. That's all you've been taught. Kindergarten, your, your, your neighbors, your parents, your teachers, law enforcement. That's all they've ever taught you all your life. There's just a red and a, and a yellow light. And the quantum grammar is the green light. And I'm telling you, look, there is a green light. And you're going, yeah, Mitch, but we've done it for so long. No, just because you've done it wrong your entire life, that doesn't mean you don't stop and correct. Same here. Quantum is the green light. Yeah, nice. Here we come. <laughs> so get ready. <laughs> yeah, good. That's, that's a great way to put it. Really, that's a great analogy. And we have so many things that are, we're up against right now. Let's go into the big one, the IRS. The IRS was taken down by Russell. The Federal Reserve was taken down and the Federal Surf System was created and put in place yet it's not recognized. Do you think that upcoming it will be recognized? Well, of course, just like anything else, the knowledge just needs to get out. Let me kind of break that down for you real quick. So it all started in uh, the stock market crash in 1929. I believe it was 1934, the Treasury Department, which did not have the authority to create the IRS, created them because the country went bankrupt during the uh, third and final bankruptcy of the 1929 stock market crash. They monetized the birth certificate, making the people the debtors. The, IR, uh, the Treasury Department created the IRS to be the debt collector. Well, uh, we only run on 70-year bankruptcy timelines. Fast forward 70 years to 1999, the uh, third and final bankruptcy ended. So uh, we were no longer the debtors. And so the IRS, there was no longer a need for the, um, the debt collector. So they were kicked out of the country. They're actually in Puerto Rico. But so if you look at the gargoyles on the Vatican, they're holding the hourglass sideways. What they're doing is, is they're stopping time. And for the last 20 years, that is exactly what they've done. They've just kept it going. You, you've, paid your, uh, you've paid your IRS, but they haven't told you that, it, that, it, that it, they were canceled out and got kicked out. Um, how can I prove this? Uh, since 2000, you no longer write your check to the IRS. You write it to the Treasury Department. But if you look in real small letters, it'll say in big letters, it's going to say Treasury Department. If in small little letters, it's going to say IRS. So that it doesn't, you know, people don't, uh, so people that, you know, don't uh, uh, question it. Do you, do you pay them? The answer to that, the direct answer to that question is no, Winifred, I don't. And would, if, if people stopped paying them, what would happen? Now, so let, let me, let me stop you right there. You do not do like, like all the things, all this education that I'm do not do what I do until you have the knowledge to back it up. Correct. Otherwise you're just gonna get, you're, you're gonna get clobbered. Yeah, and now I'm not advocating people don't pay them. I'm asking a question based on what you just said that would have people naturally begging the question, well, do you? And so it- The main reason I don't? Yeah. Is because I have the knowledge that it's a lie. I can't pretend not to have the knowledge. 
just like the green light. Okay. I can't pretend that the green light doesn't exist. Mm -hmm. Well, I, same, I, same I heard path. the actual recording myself in person off the old, um, the tape in person with the commander in chief. And at the time, uh, Sergeant Horton who played it. And it was when, um, Russell went to Washington DC with some other people. Oh, they recorded it. And they wanted to pay the IRS. And so they went up to the window and you could hear the clerk shuffle about and this and that, and they were there to pay. Well, they disappeared for a while and came back and then they, they acknowledged the commander for who he was. Nice. And they said on the recording, oh, we don't accept money here. <laughs> we, we can't accept any money here. We, we don't accept money here. I heard it myself in this really old tape recording, but I heard the whole exchange. And uh, that's the kind of stuff that people need to hear for themselves. And I'm not saying anarchy here. I'm looking at the truth behind a system. In this case, in, in quantum grammar, we're talking fact. So the fact is, if those systems were taken down, why is it not in place that there's a better and different system? Why are we playing this old fictional game? And why are you lining up again and again to keep playing this out with sheriffs and other people that don't know it and they don't get it? They do know, but they aren't, aren't correcting. So in order for a system to change and a better system to come into place, these things need to be collectively acted upon. And that's what I'm getting at. This needs to be collectively acted upon. Now, in my interviews with Full Colin Russell hyphen J. Colin Gould, he said that he would give a jubilee. He would disband Congress immediately and give the people a year. Um, and I back him 100%. To stop and absorb and correct and eat better and drink clean water and be able to clear their systems and, and be ready. For a new system. He also said that he would have a 10% flat tax that would take care of everything. And um, we know also that there may be a quantum system coming into play. Is it his system? I don't know. I'm waiting to see. I, he's saying that his system is being copied and stolen. What do you think about that? Yeah, just like with Homeland Security. You know, he he created Homeland hyphen security and they just basically, you know, took that. Well, we just have to uh, keep developing uh, in the fact is is all I can add. Well, on Homeland that. security, just so they understand, is not was not intended to be a take your water bottle away from you and pat you down and all this crazy stuff that goes on. It wasn't right. meant for that. It was a totally different system that was um, in play for the betterment of the people and for them, not necessarily, are you a criminal going on an airplane? That's the difference. That's what's happening here is that everything that he's created gets turned around backwards and upside down. And now it's this psychological warfare game on the person, correct? Correct. So people just have to have the knowledge. It just basically comes down to people have to be informed. They have to have the knowledge. And once the crowd has the knowledge, it's the crowd that rules. And so 
we hope that with the work that you're doing in the world and the courage that you have, and I do say it that way sincerely because it does take courage. It takes courage to restrain yourself from reacting to a situation. It takes courage to be in a situation and have the knowledge and, and actually take the time to go through to obtain the knowledge. And I commend you. My hat's off to you. I mean, what I heard on that audio recording was so heartwarming because it proves what I've been doing over the last year with the chief, that everything he's saying and doing can be used by the people and people will stop and correct or else it'll, it will show that it's correct. The system is correct. That's why it's, so, it's so funny because I had uh, uh, one of my friends that is still uh, locked into the fiction and he refuses to accept the, the, the fact and the quantum. He seen me, he was there. And he, he still refused to, to accept that, that that's what happened. <laughs> so, it's like they, they're, they're, people are so sure that this, is, that this isn't real, that even though when they're proven it's real, they're so locked in that they, they, in order for them to, you know, it's just too much for their own mind to accept that it is, it is correct. And for them to comprehend is just too much. I understand. I have a different, a different perspective, but one that's similar. I, my cat got attacked by a coyote and the coyote, she won the fight, but the coyote broke her arm, broke her shoulder. So as the healer, the quantum healer, I took the cat and I said to her, are you ready? And she limped up and crawled up on my chest and flopped down with the broken arm side up. And I put my hand on her and the energies came and it was so hot. It was like, like, yeah, you know, an oven. Powerful, powerful. With the Use the bones the together and she could jump on and off the bed within 24 hours and never had a limp. So I took her back to the vet just to prove <laughs> we'd use the bone. And he was so mad. He's like, well, obviously the cat's better. Obviously we don't need to do an x-ray. I said, no, let's do an x-ray. Let's see it. And he said, no, we don't need to do an x-ray. We don't want to, we don't want to see that. Why? Right, right. He didn't want to accept that. Exactly. Yeah. That's exactly what I'm talking to? about. Yeah. So I get it. It's like. Good analogy. You Thank know, you people, people need to realize that just because it's different doesn't mean that you have to reject it. I think if people lean into the understanding and here we are coming, you know, we're coming in a wave. It was a few things in the beginning. It was war castles and then me and then, you know, Ramola and Whitley and these other people and in the quantum and here it comes. Here it is. It's being served to you on a platter. Now you're just further proof that it does work and it can be employed with proper knowledge. So let's take it the next step. You want to do what with it from this point forward and what are you doing that people can engage with you? <clears throat> so what I'm trying to do is, so first step is join the quantum community, um, uh, get your live life claim and start studying. Uh, study, 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 study. This is gonna take you a minimum of 200 hours to even get the concept. But like I said, once you break through and you figure this out and you are able to protect yourself from anybody on planet earth lying to you on paper, the, the power that you feel from that is just 
it's, words cannot describe it. Um, and so what um, I'm working on now, of course, we have to teach the people the postal mechanics. You have to learn the postal mechanics. This entire planet is run on postal mechanics, so you must learn those and certain processes. But so what I'm trying to do is trying to simplify things, uh, make up packages so that once people do have the live life claim, they do have the knowledge and they have studied that we can have packages that that are that are you know printed out you know all they got to do is put their name on it and their specific information and turn that in right and then go through and just you know go through the certain postal mechanics to free them from this tyranny to give them some kind of uh protective uh uh, uh force field you know when they go into these fraudulent venues when they're dragged in yeah because we, like we we shouldn't even be going in because for one, they're using the all capital name. The all capital name is, is dead Latin. Uh, so the, oh, so the, here's, let me back up. So during the, uh, during the uh, trial by jury, I go, district attorney, I will plead guilty right now to every charge. All you gotta do is show me one fact in your paperwork. <laughs> she was blah, blah, blah the whole time. Man, <laughs> she just shut up. She couldn't do it. There's and no she facts. knew it. That's the difference. She knew it. She knew that, it that's what told right? me she knew it. But yeah. She didn't know it. That's what I tell people. Pay attention. See what cannot be seen. Hear what cannot be heard. If she didn't know, she would be like, well, of course there's facts. Here's one right here. This. No, she was silent. So what happens? Yeah. She shuts up. The judge shuts up. And the jury looks at them. They're like, well, <laughs> of, course, of course. I can see the look on their face. Of course, of course, it, of course, there's facts. All that Mitch, he's, he, all that guy's, he's, he's weird. That's silly. They were there for my license. I go, I don't know if you know it, but every, there's no such thing as a licensed attorney or, or uh, lawyer in the United States. Do you know that? No. Okay, so I go, I go, jury, they're here asking me for my license. I said, ask her for her license. She doesn't have one. That's a felony. I said, I said, I said, deputy, I authorize you as my tip staff. I said, I want you to arrest that district attorney for uh, committing a felony. I said, another thing, she was supposed to fight just like a contractor. She was supposed to file uh, for a business license on whatever city she's prosecuting in. She didn't do that either. Another felony, deputy. <laughs> and it was so funny, right out of the gate, right out of the gate, before any questions were even asked to the jury, I go, judge, I want your oath of office. He's off. Nope. I said, okay, so you're not standing up uh, protecting the constitution and you're not defending your oath and the office is vacant. I said, that's, a, that's felony treason. I said, deputy, I want you to arrest that man for impersonating a judge. <laughs> and, and, and the freaking... The, the, the bailiff, his arms and legs were just locked and he was just shaking. <laughs> and, and, then, and then finally when I figured out that he, that he wasn't going to arrest him, I said, you don't even know what a tip staff is, right? And, uh, and the first question the jury had is, do you think he's guilty? That was the very first question, right? They said, yeah, judge, we think he's guilty. He disrespected you. 
I said, we think, he, they said, we think he's guilty. I was like, oh my God, this guy just committed treason right in front of their face. And I prosecuted him and I'm the bad guy. That's conditional. And so then uh, I ended up proving, I ended up proving that the jury didn't have past the second grade reading and writing level. Uh, you know, I, I did the, I don't want to go into it because I don't want to give up, you know, too, too much of my thing for the court because I know they're watching. Um, but at the, at the very, at, at the very end, I go, I go, judge, you know, when they, when the jury was out, I go, this jury doesn't have past the second grade reading, right? And I go, so yeah, they don't. <laughs> These are the kind of things that I wish people were there to see, right? It's like, people need to have this. Yes. Well, record it again, record it more. Go in and yeah. Do it. So so here here's the deal. There's your TV show right there. Live. The uh, the the <laughs> the, uh, uh, the attorneys never got legislative authority to do what they do from Congress. Here's how it works. Congress said we're going to just look the other way. The the lawyer said okay, we'll just lie to the population, and that's where we are. How do you become a judge? You must be a licensed attorney for ten consecutive years. Well, guess what? If there's no such thing as a licensed attorney, that judge never was a licensed attorney for 10 consecutive years, so he never became a judge. So it is actually illegal for the district judge and the lawyer attorney to even be in the courtroom. Here, here's another little tidbit. So uh, very important, you heard me say trial by jury. Now you've seen it on uh, growing up on cartoons, on Perry Mason, the judge is always there in the in the uh, in the courtroom during the trial by jury. Winifred, where is the judge supposed to be in a trial by jury? Not in where the courtroom because the jury is right. Right, that's what you think, right? That's what you've been taught all your life. That's what you've been programmed. You see in the cartoons. No, it's trial by jury. That means trial by the jury, not the judge. Right. So the reason why you have the jury in there is because they can't tell if the judge is corrupt or not. So the judge is not even supposed to be in the building. So he's committing a felony just by being in there. And why? Because he influenced that They were so scared because I had, I, I got the deputy to confess to felony treason live on the witness stand. I have it on the, on the transcript. And the judge tells the jury, ah, and cause I got him. He's either lying or, or he committed uh, felony treason. Well, one or the other. And the judge goes, oh, you know, if you don't believe the deputy, if you think he's lying, just go ahead and believe him anyway. And they did. I was like, I cannot believe what I'm watching right here. Um, yeah, so. Well, it's, it's the <laughs> preservation at all costs, right? The preservation of that system at all costs, no matter what. And So when you ask a, a lawyer or attorney for uh, if he's licensed, He's going to lie to you. He's going to say, yes. What is he going to give you? Say, can I see your license? What do you think he's going to give you? Uh, there's no, there is no license. But, uh, he's going to give you a bar card. Yeah. That's, that's, that's his fallback. He's going to give you a bar card. But that it's bar like card goes back to the Queen of England, doesn't it? It's just like a library card. It means absolutely nothing. And nowhere on there does it say license. California Business and Professions Code 6067-6068. Every licensed attorney and lawyer must have their oath of office on the front of this alleged license. This is by their own federal government rules on their federal government website. That's not there either. Um, 
Wow. What else? It's so complicated. Uh, and, and I mean, complicated in so far as how deep it's gone now and people just accept it instead of mm -hmm. questioning it. So essentially what you're all doing is questioning. Let's, let's look at this and see if that's accurate. If it's not, well, if it's not, you know, factual information that matches what they've already done, then they're in fraud, bottom line. And then when you ask for this in court, you know, judge, I want to see that attorney's license, uh, denied. And then <laughs> so everybody in the crowd, they're like, oh, well, this of doesn't course. work, Mitch. That, that doesn't work. And so what's happening is they're being tricked into believing that it doesn't work. I am being correct, you know, just because they don't want to accept it. Of course they don't want to accept it because then they got to, then they got to admit that everything they've done since they opened the doors is hundred percent fraud and they have to go to jail. And that's the beauty of the quantum. They can't, they can't get past it. They, I'm telling you, I have now done this multiple times on multiple different cases. They cannot get past my quantum documents. Once you learn this and once you get a claim of the live life and you get the knowledge, then, then we're going to see. Well, then, then we're going to see. Russell's going to be putting an awful lot of uh, legal or the legal system in, in jail if he steps in there right off. Because if that's true, either they all have to stop and correct or they're all in fraud and they're going to be held accountable. I gave them three chances. They blew it. What happens? So here's, here's another powerful thing. Like uh, when they were, uh, when they were about to take away, one, uh, take away all custody and all visitation, they had already got temporary and they were uh, set to finalize it. This is why they threw me in. That's why they threw me in the mental, they threw me in the mental institution. I got myself out of there in two days of a mandatory two week stay. That's a whole nother story, but uh, I, I use, I use it because of full colon Russell hyphen J full colon ghoul and full colon David uh, hyphen win full colon Miller because of them, because of their knowledge, they literally saved my life. I got myself out of a mental institution where they 51 50 me two days of a mandatory two week stay. I've never even heard of this even happening ever. Once they get you in there, they, they were coming in. I, actually, I don't want to go too deep on that, but I used the quantum to get out of there. That judge was panicking. As soon as he seen me, he physic, the judge physically ran out of the hospital and they let me go just a short time later. Because um, they had you in there on false terms. You didn't need to be there. Uh, well, I had just prosecuted, I had just prosecuted uh, five judges and attorneys for attempted murder of a child under the age of six. That's and they didn't did. like that, so they decided they, they would they didn't, they didn't deem like you mentally incompetent and psychiatric, uh, psychiatric kind of hold. But oh, you want to know something? Let me just let me just touch on this. <laughs> so because I, I have been my kids have been pushed, to, I had to become a, a, a expert child psychologist. So two of the two of the people in there that were just like completely out of it, like uh, they've ended up fifty two fifty me. Um, so I was in like the most psychotic people you have ever seen. And two of them got in a fight, right? And I actually handled the situation better than the doctor, the head doctor. And he actually ended up thanking me the next day. <laughs> or, th th this is, this is. Sounds like no you're more of an angel that got sent in there. <laughs> no matter what, I, I took that entire hospital over and I ran it with an iron fist. 
what I did is I made all, these people could, were barely coherent. I made all of them my friends. And it was so funny because they were coming in my room every 15 minutes, 24 hours a day, trying to give me drugs. I was like, look, no, get out of here. I don't, I don't want any drugs. I don't need any drugs. And just get, get out of here. And finally, in front of everyone, uh, 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 all the patients, I said, look, I, I screamed at them. I said, I don't want any of your drugs. And they seen that, right? And it was so funny, just like one flew over the cuckoo's nest. Uh, uh, they were chasing them around and they're going, we don't want to take our drugs. I saw, I saw, yeah, yeah. And I was all, you know, they're all, the nurses all, stop it. <laughs> it was so, they wanted to get me out of there so bad. It was so funny, dude. I actually had a pretty good time in there. <laughs> well, it, it, when you go in coherent and sane and with knowledge, and, uh, but so their, their whole thing was all they try to do is convince you that you're crazy. Right. And then when they pump you full of drugs, and so I stopped eating because they start, I wouldn't take their drugs. So they started putting in my food and I started feeling it. So I stopped eating. So I was, I was, uh, I was, I was really operating on a, uh, and even though I was starving, half drugged, I was still running circles around those doctors like they had never seen. I had them trembling to get me out of there, but that's another, let's, let's, uh, let's skip to so something fortunate else. that you do that or you may never have come out of there. But because of, because of full Colin Russell and, and full Colin David, I'm telling you, they saved my life and got me out of there. Those, those doctors, I proved that doctor didn't have to pass a second grade reading and writing level right in front of his head nurse, had her laughing at him. Thought that guy was gonna, I thought his head was gonna explode. <laughs> Who is that? Uh, judge imposter John Dowdy, uh, Dr. Luke Lee, Dr. Sean Ziegler, and Dr. Patrick Munzer of Regional Medical Center in Martinez, California, front and center for your punishment. Scary. Yeah, they, they still owe me, they owe me $25 million for their, because I syntax their fraudulent, that's the, that's the whole reason they, they wanted, they were panicking to get me out of there. They owe me 25 million or I own that hospital and I'm gonna turn it into a veterans hospital. Because what they're doing to our veterans is unbelievable. Just that, essentially, just that. Yeah, that's scary. And Russell did revamp the veterans system. So, you know, maybe you all can work together to get get that done. Maybe you don't need to work with him to do it now. You can just do it. So I wish you all the best in this. We've talked for a long time and yeah. I would love to have you back again because as you can see, awesome. it's just continual. I mean, this is so powerful. And the reason it's powerful is because you're putting it in motion. It's actually in action and it's coming about with results. And I can't say thank you enough for your courage and your knowledge and your compassion for human beings because your compassion is what's driving this. I see that not just your passion, but your compassion for those Thank that you. need the help. And, you know, God bless you. Honestly, it takes great strength and you know that you're in the zone because you can kind of feel that energy coming through you when you do this and you have the knowledge. So you're confident and you, can, you go through the motions <laughs> to allow them the ability to correct and, uh, you know, we need more of you, like 10. But so how can people contact you? Um, I would say through uh, 
the quantum community or the uh, quantum language uh, grammar on Facebook. So people can go there and find you and kind of yeah. individually connect. Yeah, you can with find you. me in there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, it is. A, it's I don't. A, I don't have any websites or or anything yet. I'm. Uh, I've got. I've got so many cases that I'm working on, people that I'm helping. Uh, I don't. I don't really have time for that. But uh, eventually, uh, I'd like to get something set up so people have a a platform. But uh, I just want to thank uh, everybody that's interested in, in, in quantum grammar. Please take the time to study it. Uh, it will make you more powerful than you have ever been. And uh, I just want to uh, say thank you, Chief. I appreciate uh, everything you've done. Yeah. That's thank you, too. You, you have really, uh, you have really got us there, and, and I honor and respect you for that. Thank you. Thank you. I, I never knew this part of my life was coming, but... I'm so grateful that it has come. I, I never knew that I would be doing this and, and come into this, but I can't turn around and nor would I. This is, it's a calling now. It's deep within exactly. you. It's exactly. a calling. It, and I love it. And I love you sharing your stories. Please come back and share more because people need to understand what seems impossible, but you're doing it. And let's next time bring in some of those audios so people can really hear it in the courtroom okay. and freak out. Yeah. So, Sounds good. Thank you. Thank full Colin Mitchell, Full Colin Smith. All hey, right. Man. <laughs> Thank yeah. you so much. We hope that everybody out there goes jolly and that you make someone else's life brighter and that you take this information and share it far and wide. I'll put this out on the shows. I'll put this out on YouTube. It'll be everywhere for hopefully making everybody's life brighter worldwide. And again, like you said, Thank you to Commander-in-Chief Bull Colin Russell hyphen Bull Colin Gold for all of his work and dedication to mankind. Thanks, so, guys. Have a great day. Go Jolly. Thanks for listening. Oh. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.